Hey, hey, what's up, guys? It's Jordan with the Laundromat Resource Podcast. This is show number 36, and as always, I am pumped that you are here. For those of you maybe that it's your first time joining us, I just want to say welcome to the community. And just in case you don't know who we are, what we're all about, this is a show by laundromat owners for laundromat owners trying to help you find financial freedom through laundromat ownership. And today, Joe Dan Reed joins us on the show and he literally cannot stop giving us success tips all throughout this. So I don't know where you're at or what you're doing right now. Maybe you're working out or maybe you're in the car. You got to figure out a way to either lock some of this stuff in or you might have to come back and listen to this uh, episode again because he is just spouting off success tip after success tip. And you're going to want to implement it either in your business if you own laundromats now or to help you get into your first laundromat. Uh, it's just this episode is incredible. And I could have talked with Joe Dan for so much longer. Uh, in fact, we, we did talk so much longer after the episode. So it was incredible and I, you're going to love it. Um, okay. So every week lately, I have been giving out little success tips on how to be successful and use laundromat resource to, you know, to help you, you know, move your business forward. And today's tip is going to be a little bit cryptic, but for good reason. And I just, I want to emphasize right now how important it is that you get on the laundromat resource email list. I can't tell you why yet, but you need to be on that email list because there's some very, very cool stuff coming up in 2021. And that email list is going to be, uh, have first dibs on, on the stuff that's coming up. And trust me, you're going to want to be a part of it. My whole goal with Laundromat Resource is to provide so much value to you that you find financial freedom through Laundromat Ownership if that's something that you want to do. And 2021, we've got some big, big things going on that are going to help move you in that direction. So it doesn't cost anything. We don't spam you. In fact, I'm pretty awful at sending emails out regularly even, but 2021, you, you want to be on the email list. So that's, I'll just leave it at that. If you're not on there yet, go get on there. If you're already on there, Hey, be prepared. There's some cool, cool stuff coming to your inbox pretty soon. So make sure your email provider knows that we're not spam because we're not spam. Um, all right. Uh, real quick, before we jump into this interview with Joe Dan, uh, I just wanted to highlight two like very cool things on the forum. And I, I, I'm just, I always get so excited about some of these conversations. There's two that came up recently that I just wanted to highlight. Cause I thought some of you guys might want to jump in on this com these two conversations. Very cool ones. The first one is, uh, Andrew had this, uh, he had an idea. He's, ha he has two slow days. Mondays and Tuesdays are really slow for him. And he was wondering if anybody had ever just considered shutting down on those slow days. Uh, and I thought that was a very interesting, almost like sacrilegious kind of idea, but crazy enough that it just could work. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but. He's looking for some input on that uh, topic. So I thought some of you guys might want to go weigh in on that. Some of you guys might be in favor. Some of you guys might, you know, be raining down 
heresy and and stuff on him. I, that's not what I was trying to say, but you know what I mean? Like some of you guys might be almost offended by that. So get in there and jump in on that conversation, lend some wisdom. The other one uh, that I thought was super interesting was Tracy it found a spot that's used to be a car wash and is wondering what is it going to take to convert an old car wash into a laundromat? Is that possible? Is it doable? Should you do that? Uh, I thought that was a really, really interesting question. Anyways, interesting conversations happening on the forum. So every week, make sure you're heading over to laundromatresource.com slash forums to go jump in on those conversations, ask a question, answer a question, get in there, mix it up, put yourself out there and start getting to know people and providing value to your fellow laundromat owners and soon to be laundromat owners, because that will come back around to benefit you in the long run. Okay. I'm getting off the soapbox and I cannot wait right after this to get into it with Joe Dan Reed. Let's do it. In today's world, if your laundromat is not online, you're losing business. Customers increasingly decide who to trust with their laundry by the quality of your web presence. But creating a professional logo and website that instills trust in potential customers and can be found on page one of Google can be difficult to create on your own and expensive to purchase through a traditional marketing company. As part of our mission to help laundromat owners succeed and find financial freedom through laundromat ownership, we are launching our done-for-you marketing service tailored specifically for laundromats. After ranking number one on Google with our own laundromat website and consulting with many others to help them do the same, we guarantee that we can build you a professional website that ranks on page one of Google within six months. Our joint expertise in the laundry industry and over 15 combined years in website design and online marketing allow us to offer affordable, transparent pricing for a high quality web presence for your laundromats. You invest so much into providing your customers a quality laundry experience. Don't let anyone miss out on what you have to offer simply because they can't find you online. Let Laundromat Resource Marketing take care of your online presence so you can take care of your customers. Visit laundromatresource.com slash get online today for more information. That's laundromatresource.com slash get online or click on the link in the description. All right, Joe Dan, thank you for coming on the show. I'm really, really excited. I feel like we've been trying to set this up for a while and it's finally here and I'm really excited about it. So thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Look forward. Yeah. How are you doing over there? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, just uh, headed down to Gatlinburg for a few days. Uh, we just kind of stay uh, in, the, in the chalet and, uh, and then I'm headed back tomorrow and to celebrate Christmas in the new year. Man, so cool. Yeah, so cool. You have, I mean, to have a chalet. I mean, that just sounds so awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, well, I think that's that's part of your. Uh, yeah, the, I guess part of the segment where you know we we have other properties, and uh, yeah, I have two chalets. I'm in the process of building a third. Oh, yeah, that's so, so cool. It's a good business. Well, we'll get into more of that. But before we get into that and your experience in this industry, which I know I'm like really really excited to hear about it, uh, but trying to hold off my excitement a little bit because I want to know a little bit about you. Who are you? Can you give us a little background on you? Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. I went to, um, I guess after I graduated from college, um, I was in uh, broadcasting journalism 
And uh, so, and then I met my wife, uh, and then we, uh, then she said hospitals are dirty, okay, because she's a registered nurse. I said, yeah. I said, let's just open up a cleaning business. And she said, okay. So we just did it. And we both had to quit our jobs because it just blew up. And so I started, uh, we started cleaning houses. Uh, we cleaned businesses, uh, truck mount carpet cleaning. Um, then, um, and what got me into the laundry business was we had a, a maid, maids, and they would go out and clean houses. And, and the customers would say, hey, can they wash our clothes? And we were like, no, because it's going to take them too long. And then we started thinking, well, let's just get some washers and dryers at the business, bring their clothes back, wash them, bring them back to them the next time we go. And so we started doing that. And then next thing you know, uh, I looked at Kelly. We, we decided we need to get a laundromat. Let's start a laundromat. And I was driving down Russell Cave Road one day, and I looked to the left, and I said, hey, that place is completely empty, and it's plumb for a laundromat. It used to be a laundromat here. Uh, so I, I called the landlord. Uh, long story short, we signed a lease and uh, I, I completely renovated the laundromat and I put um, machines in. And then uh, there we go. That's, and that's what brings us to today. Uh, I sold that particular laundromat. I didn't, I didn't like the area it was in too much. But of course, I also have partners. Okay. I, I'm not big on partnering in the laundromat business. So me and Kelly, we decided, hey, let's, let's let them buy us out on this. And I found another place right down the road, not competition wise, but a, a couple miles away. And we're like, this is perfect location. Let's grab it. And then now we've had, uh, I guess, a total of 12 laundromats since. Holy guacamole. Okay. We need to like, we need to like back this off a little bit and, and get a little yeah. more detail. Okay. So you started a cleaning business and, yes. and that I'm always fascinated by the ways that people, the routes people take to get into this industry, uh, because I just feel like there's not too many of us that take a direct line into laundromats, right? Some way, somehow we end up in this industry and then, uh, and a lot of us, you know, love it and, and take it further. So it sounds like that's what you did, but, um, what, what year was it that you started your cleaning business? Uh, 2001. Okay. And uh, we still own the cleaning business, janitorial company. It's it's a very large janitorial company here in here in Kentucky. So uh, I can't give that up. We have uh, great general managers who run that, and uh, Kelly does day to day operations there as well. And and I can and it's it's seamless. And, and that's something a laundromat owner might might do as well. You can flow from that business to the laundromat business, and they can, they kind of uh, complement themselves really. Yeah. So, uh, so it, I found it, I find it to be very, uh, very seamless, a seamless, uh, operation there. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So you started this cleaning business and how long did you run that before you decided, Hey, we could, we could figure out a way to throw laundry into this, the services that we offer. Well, it was about three years in that we threw laundry in the services where we had, we had purchased, and this is when, this is when, if I had met you in 2002, I would have had a laundromat in 2002 instead of oh, where do you buy machines? What do you do? You know, in a laundromat, hey, where do you buy these machines? That you know, that's when they become very offended at you. And what do you what do you mean where you buy these machines? So, yeah. so I went to H. Greg, 
and bought uh, four four washers and and four dryers and started in the basement of my uh, of, of of my cleaning service. And then next door was my warehouse where I had all my vans and whatnot. And but so I had this basement. And and I put them all in there, and and then in 2009 is when we noticed the the uh, one on Russell Cave, and we jumped on it, and uh, and so since then we've been going laundromat. Um, and it's 2020, 21 almost. So yeah, 11 years. Wow. And we've and you know it's it's great. It's, it's been it's been wonderful. We we love this business absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to hear more about what exactly you love about it. But before we get to that, uh, I, I feel like I just need to keep slowing you down a little bit because you're like ready to jump into it. But I want to hear more about, um, okay, so I, I mean, you kind of hinted at you, you wanted to add the laundry service and uh, there were some difficulties in trying to figure out like where to, where to buy equipment and that. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What were, what were the difficulties that you ran into? Difficulty? Yes, the difficulties was uh, first and foremost you, you don't you don't know the distributors. Let's pretend like I, which I was. I've never been in the laundry business before, but I'm in the cleaning. Same thing with the cleaning business. Uh, I wouldn't know where to go buy a truck mount carpet cleaning machine, but I could tell you where to go now. Um, and, and it's it's like uh, it, now everybody likes either Speed Queen, uh, they got Maytag, Hips, uh, Continental. I mean, they have. And I didn't realize how many different brands there were across the board. Right. So you, you, you find a distributor. But we didn't know of a distributor. And, you know, just on a whim, when we, uh, when we bought that first laundromat, it was a Maytag distributor um, a, that we had hooked up with. And, uh, and they helped us fit the laundromat. But, you know, it's, it's funny. That's another thing. Um, when, you, when you're allowing someone... To honor Matt, and you don't you you don't realize, hey, you need to put your big huge washers in that window up front, and they need to hit the people in the face because when that customer walks in, the first place they go to is that first washer, and they drop their clothes. I don't care if it's one basket of clothes or ten baskets of clothes; they're going to mm-hmm. drop it at that first row of washer, and that's where all your money needs to be right there because mm-hmm. that's where you, all your top vent prices need to be, but. But yeah, it was a very difficult situation because we didn't know what to do. I, I feel like uh, back then, you, you know, you didn't have YouTube to go on and and uh, research and figure out a distributor. Um, I had one knock on my door, um, and that's how I I just kind of typed in I, I googled Maytag, and that's why and I, and I contacted a salesperson there, and and then they came and uh, and helped me out. But that that's how that that but uh you know and, and i'm you know I, i'm i'm happy uh, and you know and that's another thing knowing your recovery air behind your dryer so you don't have all these air codes because because they didn't know how to install things correctly you know mm-hmm. a, a lot of things that, that i've i learned on that you know on the spectrum so um yeah it's about that, it on that but uh yeah it sounds we like we found sounds- our second laundromat and that's when things went right because I knew I, I knew right then. Okay, big washers up front, big dryers went right up front, um, and 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 then you know the the only problem with that I couldn't put my attendant up front 
which I hate. I hate it when you, you have to walk into a store and walk to the back of the store to, to drop, to, to use your drop service. Right. So if I build something, but when the plumbing's already there and you can't move those bulkheads back, you know, it, you know, it's, it, it's a waste of time. So it's, you know, that old adage, free laundry, you know, yep. but uh, so, so you have the free in, in, infrastructures is what's free, the infrastructure, but, uh, and that's, what's great about that. If I could find those opportunities all day long, I would jump on them. Uh, I've done a few shifts and, and I've closed those down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's a reason why some of them do go out of business. Well, we're going to have to talk about that too. You're just throwing it all at me right now. I'm trying to furiously take notes to make sure we don't miss anything. It's awesome. Okay. So you, you bought those Maytag machines. That was for your cleaning service, right? Or was that for your first laundromat? First laundromat. Okay. The, 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 the Maytags, uh, the, the, from my cleaning uh, company, from our cleaning company, we put, uh, the, I, I don't even know the name of those. I think they were LG. They were, you know, uh, home use stuff, right. you know, before we knew anything about long grass. Yes. And, and then, you know, and then, and then 2008 is when we found that first and opened in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then we sold it out a year later and then, and then uh, opened up our first splash amount laundromat. And then all of our laundromats are named the same, splash them out across the board. So awesome. you go to my website, you'll see. Yeah. We'll make sure we link to that website too. So people can go check it out and see all your, all your locations. Uh, okay. So you, you bought your first one, you were in it for about a year and then you sold it to the partners and then you went and got a second one. That was a one that was vacant. Is that right? No. Okay. That, no, that one uh, wasn't. it wasn't. We walked in there and, and I, I asked, I said, uh, I asked the attendant who was working there. She had been there since 1988 and there was, it, there was no heat, no air. It was hot in there. And, and I'm, and I'm telling you, and she says she burns a candle <laughs> in, in stuff in the winter. I was like, are you kidding me? And, <sighs> and every machine was broken down except for two in the entire place. And I said, you're still running this as a laundromat? So I said, could you give me your boss's number? I'd like to talk to her. Because I didn't want, I didn't want a back door with the, uh, with the landlord. I, I, that's not who I am. I, I just wanted to talk to her personally. I said, so I said, hey, hey Connie. Uh, so she, she called me. I said, and I said Can I, may I come over and meet with you at Brown Station Road? She said, yeah. I said, Connie, I, I'd, I'd love to take this laundromat over. Um, I see that you're, you're not really going to do anything here and, uh, you, you may want to retire or whatever. Uh, but what I would like to do, I will offer you for, she had two six low washers in the front speed Queens. And, and I said, I'll buy those from you and you can take everything else out of here, take it all out of here. And, uh, so I gave her $2,500 for the two machines and I, and I signed a 20 year lease for the store. So I gutted it and I put all new Speed Queen equipment in there. And I even took those two sixties out about six months later and put them somewhere else in, in the back of a store somewhere. You know? Yeah. Get something shiny and new up front. Yes. Yes. You want it shiny and new and you want those machines. You never want those machines tagged out up front. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a sin. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> in laundry right. business in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, but that, you know, so, so yeah. So we got that. And then uh, I guess word got out and, and a guy got in touch with me um, 
on Waller Avenue, uh, no Pimlico location. Um, I walked in there and he called me. He said, Hey, I'm leaving here. Would you buy this laundromat? I walked in there. I said, there's nothing in here that works. No, I'm not going to buy There's nothing. It, it, he had machines in there. I swear that were 30 years old. I said, no, I, I don't want any of the machines, but I, I'll take, I'll take the lease. I'll talk to the landlord. He said, no. So I went back about two weeks later, he, he gutted the place and he, he ripped the air conditioner out, everything. Um, I called the landlord. I said, I'll take this over. Um, they were very reluctant because they, you know, they're experienced with that laundry uh, owner. Right. But eventually we came up with a deal and, and that's, that's, uh, that's one thing that some of these landlords have a problem with, you know, in these shopping centers is they'll say, ah, oh, if you run it like this last guy, no, you're, you're, you know, I said, no, I promise you. And so I gutted that place. I made it look brand new again and, uh, and put all brand new speakers clean washers and dryers in there and uh, new floor, new, new HVAC, uh, new ceiling, everything. It, um, and I mean, it, 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 to this day, I mean, I'm always doing new stuff to them, but, and then Waller Avenue, a guy contacted me. He said, I want to get out of the laundry business. I walked over there and he said, uh, will you buy this store from me? I said, Same situation. I said, I don't think I'll buy it from you, but you could take your equipment out of here and I'll put new equipment in. But I did buy a, uh, I bought, supporting tables from him because they look great. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I bought four continentals because he had just gotten them two, <clears throat> two years prior. And I said, well, all right. And they're in the back of the store. I said, yeah, this will work. I'll, I'll take your continentals. And of course, those continentals aren't in there now. I, I eventually got rid of those. Um, and then, then my, uh, our, our next laundry, we, we ventured out to Richmond, Kentucky and, which is 17 miles away from Lexington. And I, and I, I, I don't know how it landed in my lap, but I was just driving by and there's this in this shopping center and huge store empty was a laundromat three years. They haven't had a, they've been trying to rent this place for three years to something. I said, I said, well, stop, stop. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I ran the demos on that. I mean, right next to Eastern Kentucky university, perfect location on Eastern bypass. And uh, we took that over, did the same thing. Um, and, and then, uh, then we did, you know, same thing just kept on happening. You know, I would look for opportunities then. Um, I would look for spaces that used to be liner mats. Um, and, and we bought, a, bought two more places in, in, at Eastern, in, in Richmond. We got two more places. Uh, one, one of them on Big Hill Avenue, it, it shut down, but uh, I don't, I don't ever suggest uh, getting a laundry mat that you have to get all soft mounts because there's a downstairs and you can't put your, con- your laundry mat on concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was my big mistake at that particular location. What's the, um, for, can- for the uninitiated, what's the, what do you prefer about the hard mounts over the soft mounts? And can you can you kind of explain the difference between them? Yes, uh, hard mount washer. Well, top loaders are hard. top loaders are all soft mounts. Uh, you have uh, Speak Queen Horizons, a soft mount. Um, I mean, they're okay. They're they're cheaper, but you see, they're on shocks, and uh-huh. and they, you know, they don't they don't have the G force of a uh, of a hard mount washer. And I believe you can charge more for a hard mount washer. They look bigger. They look to me. They look better. I, I think it's a necessity to have a few top loaders, and I do. I have I have a few top loaders in every one of my stores. I have 
more than I should in some of my stores, but uh, I price for a top loader very well. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, hard mount, hard mounts are the way to go because you can't. I have uh, six loader high, uh, soft mounts that I put in that store. They just stay broken down. I, I just, I, I just, I think they have too many moving components in them um, to to work well in a laundromat. In my personal opinion, now I, it might work for others, but it wouldn't work in my laundromat because uh, I mean these turn constantly going. I mean you can't you can't get a, a, a you can't get a, in, in one of our eight loaders or a six loaders. Uh, you better rush. Sometimes there's lines to get them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Just, I want to make sure everybody is up on the same page there. Okay. So you're rolling around. I mean, it seems like opportunities are just falling out of the sky and hitting you on the head right now, but I know that you had to have been out there looking for them. And can you tell me a little bit about what exactly you were looking for? I know you mentioned you were looking for places that used to be laundromats. What else were you looking for as you're looking for opportunities? Well, when I'm looking for a laundromat, I want to make sure there's a Dollar Tree, Dollar General store. I want them to be in a, personally, I want them, I don't want them freestanding. Um, I want them in a shopping center because I believe that our customers, now, now my store in Nicholsville <laughs> isn't in a shopping center. It's, but if you look to the left, there's a Kroger, you look to the right, there's a Ollie's and big lots and all that. But, what I did there, we talk. We could talk later. I opened up a thrift store right next door. So my customers, they, they if you give them an excuse to come to the shopping center, they if they come to the laundromat, there's things they can do within the shopping center. Mm-hmm. In other words, and they feel safe. I believe they. I believe our customers feel safe when they come to a shopping center instead of a freestanding building. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that's bad in all areas. In some areas, it might be great. And I'm not saying I wouldn't turn down an opportunity if I saw a freestanding building, uh, depending on the demos, because the way we're doing laundry now, it's more of a pickup and delivery and, and dry, our drop service. Uh, we count on that more than, than, than uh, the people coming in. Um, I've just changed the way we do things. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what are you looking for when you're looking at demographics, which or demos as you call them? Yeah, uh, yeah, demographics. Yes. Uh, it, well, multi-housing uh, apartment complexes. Uh, a lot of these apartment complexes, if they do have a laundry service, for example, if they have their own personal laundry, a washer and dryer, they may not have that, or they might have a little facility down the way uh, in a dark room, that <laughs> in in their washers aren't cleaned out. And it's nasty and it's unsafe. So uh, I, I look for multi-housing. I look for duplex. I look for um, in the, within the income uh, level. A, a lot of people come to the laundromat because they save money uh, by coming to the laundromat. You know, you can throw eight loads of wash in for for you know eight seventy five, and, and I mean it's or you could be at home all day long, um, burning up the water bill and, and electric bill. So, uh, mm-hmm. so it's a time saver as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Man. yeah demographics, demographics are, are, are hard. And I got a, I got a false positive on, on demographics. And, <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, it was, it was bad because I, I, I bought this laundromat on, on, uh, Aniston drive. Uh, if, if anybody's from Lexington, they know, okay, so you're, you're in the back of this neighborhood, but 
it should have been, it should have hit me in the head that none of the shops were rented out and the ones that were rented out, they looked kind of shady. Right. So, but there was a slaughter mat there and I said, gosh, I'm going to, so I put speed queen in there and it was great. I thought until those people would come up and they would say, Hey, can I borrow some money so I can do my wash? And you feel guilty. I mean, we're in business here. Uh, it, it was, it was terrible. I mean, nobody came in there, but yet, and I'm telling you, you could look out the window and you would see 30 apartment buildings. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I mean, and no one came, no one came. And, but my telltale, there were, you know, I, when, when someone got murdered from behind in behind the place, I said, it's time to get out of here. Yeah. I'm not making any money. Yeah. In other words, you know, you have to make money. 200 bucks a week. That's not, well, that wasn't going to cover my rent. Right. What, what did you miss in that one? Why, why do you think people weren't coming? A flagship store mm. safety. I believe it all comes down to safety. I think the laundromat, I think the shopping center, there needs to be good lighting. It needs to be, uh, you know, I noticed that there was a lot of uh, trees and bushes coming into the shopping center and he, you know, it, it looked desolate um, and you know, it, I shouldn't have been the flagship to start in that in that shopping center. There wasn't a store, there wasn't any, there was a barber shop, and that was it on the other corner. But you know, and there used to be a this should, should tell me there used to be a Dollar General store in there, and there's no longer a Dollar General store. So yeah. if if you don't have that, if you don't have a flagship for somebody to come to and feel safe, in my personal opinion, feel safe, um, it's not going to work out. Because I was looking at that as just a floor, as a floor liner mat, more so than to push the wash and fold. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I you, said, gosh, we're, we're going to kill it here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I found is that it's far, far harder to rehab the reputation of the laundromat or the shopping center than it is to rehab the actual laundromat. It's easy to get new equipment in there, throw some paint up on the wall, maybe spruce up the flooring a little bit, but you know, if somebody's murdered behind the laundromat, well, people aren't going to feel safe to go there. And it doesn't matter how shiny it is. They're still not going to come to your laundromat. You're not going to make any money. And I experienced that with my first store that I bought where it took me years, years to rehab the reputation of that laundromat. And it exhausted me. It was exhausting. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it'll take it out of you. And, and you're like, I've done everything right. I've put out flyers, put out postcards, done everything right. and People are going to come to a place ultimately if they don't feel safe. Yeah, I don't yeah. care who you are. Yeah, and I think that that needs to be included in people's due diligence. You know, I mean, like you said, it was a false positive, and probably a big part of the reason it was a false positive is because you didn't know that you know people weren't going to feel safe until you got in there and you realized, oh, these bushes are kind of creeping in. There's nobody else around. You know, all that stuff, and and by then it's too late because you're already in the, you're already in the business. Yeah. Right. So it needs to be part of that due diligence. Well, my, con- my conscience was speaking to me when, when we were doing the deal when I said, you know, uh, why am I doing this? I just kept on saying, why am I doing this? Uh, I just, I just didn't feel, I, it never felt right. And sometimes let your gut talk to you, follow your gut. You know, if, if it doesn't look right, it, it usually isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's solid advice. And not only that, but I, I think, you know, you have that gut that you have partially because you have a lot of experience now in this industry, right? And 
we, when you first got into it, maybe you didn't have the same gut feelings. And so for somebody who's looking to get into the business for the first time, you'll have some gut feelings. You need to pay attention to that. But another thing that I would say is find somebody who has that experience and listen to their gut because you know their gut's going to speak for good reason because they have that experience already. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if if you if you go in, well, you know, I got blindsided by that place, and I think a lot of it too is like, oh, uh, something inside me t- said, "I'll make it work out." I've made all my laundromats work out. Mm-hmm. I'll make it work out. You know, because you're sitting here saying, "Hey, here's another opportunity." If I don't grab this opportunity, someone else is. Mm-hmm. I should let somebody else grab it. You know, sometimes, sometimes you really have to let things go, and and you really have to look at them. You know, and kind of like uh, I bought a we we bought an aqua massage. We had an aqua massage business. Have you seen those water beds? You know, yeah, you like lay in People them and come they in and close in yeah, on you, and they water jets or something. Yes, you stay dry. Yes, we had. Yes, and we had one of those. But the problem was, if you personally, me or my wife, if we aren't there to run it, you're not going to make the money because (laughs) there was no way you could you could stop shrink on that deal. So we had to let that go. (laughs) But that's the same thing. I mean, if if you see a laundromat, if if it's too good to be true, sometimes it is. Yeah, you know, And, and I don't understand how people can can get in a place. And they just let their mat just run down and they just become a zombie mat. You know, mm-hmm. how, did, how do you get to that position? Um, and, and that's what one thing that, that I've, you know, watching this channel and watching you, I, I, I don't know if I want to say I learned, but it's in my conscience. But I'm like, you know, we need to have, have a, you know, every three years you need to do this every two years or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I am right now putting a new floor. I'm putting um, vinyl plant floor in every month. I had I have uh, vinyl composite tile. And all mm-hmm. They look it looked great when it was in there. You could strip and wax it. But when people drag their laundry baskets over, it's just like to look really bad. I don't care what you do to it. So you put that that new vinyl plank that's out. Looks like it's beautiful, and and you can't beat it. You can flood it. You can do anything to it. You can't hurt that floor. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm in the process of doing that to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who said it, but man, I really wish I could remember and give them credit. But somebody was like, hey, every year you should be showing your customers that you're reinvesting into your laundromat. It doesn't have to be in big ways. You know, you don't have to put a new floor in every year. You don't have to put new equipment in every year, but maybe slap on some paint, maybe just spruce it up a little bit, you know, plant some flowers outside or something to show customers that you're reinvesting into your business, into your store. I thought that was awesome advice. Awesome advice. And, and that's... that's- Go ahead. Go ahead. That's so. That's, no, that's so true. Eh, example. Um, I've noticed that some of the letter you don't recognize this. So you may not because you're kind of in a hurry. You're going in there. You're you're maybe fixing a machine or doing something. You have to go on to the next or whatever. But I I I've gotten to where okay. I, I'm gonna stay, when I pull up to one of my laundromats, I pull out in the parking lot and I look in for a little bit. And I noticed, gosh, look at look at some of the uh, decals are starting to come loose and fading. I need to start replacing those things. You know, you mm-hmm. need to make it look new and fresh. Like you said, now we paint every six months. Um, I'm I'm constantly painting, and and I have little tiny uh, uh, touch up 
so so the attendant can go out around and touch up if somebody bangs something into something. So I you know that's my pet peeve. I hate things to look just drab, you know. Yeah. But you know, clean you know, it, 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 clean laundromat is is what you need. I mean, it, it, nobody wants to go into a dirty place, you know. I remember being a kid and I went to a laundromat. And I was like, I don't ever go back there ever again. And, and and if I ever open up a store like this, it's not going to be that. Great. So I think of that kid. You know, so I want a nice, clean, beautiful. I want it to be a home away from home. Yeah, I'm coming in, come into our. Yeah, so, I, and that's why we named. That's another reason why we've named all our laundromats the same. Because when you come to a splash amount, you come. They know that you're coming to a clean laundromat. I had someone come up to me at my my Richmond location. They said, "Oh, I can't believe there's a splash amount over here. Uh, that's the only reason why we're over here. We didn't go to that other laundromat because we know you're all the cleanest." And that makes you feel good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It can really backfire on you if you don't take care of your stores and somebody's like, oh, uh, you know, that that brand is not good, right? So that's extra incentive though, because it can work for you or it can work against you. And so if you're taking care of your store, you're taking care of your customers, you're taking care of your employees, you know, that that's going to, you know, benefit all of your business all the way around, uh, you know, in the long run. So that's, I love that. Exactly. I love the the branding that you have there and how, you know, you're keeping it, keeping it uniform and it makes things simpler. You're not making decisions for 10, 11, 12 stores. You're making, you know, decisions for your brand and you can, you know, you can use paint from one to the other and it saves on the cost. You can, you know, some of that stuff you want to put, you know, the vinyl plank flooring in your stores. You don't have to buy, you know, separate stuff, different colors. You don't have to make all those decisions every time. You can kind of keep things a little more uniform, save on some costs by buying buying bulk, all that stuff. So there's a lot of a lot of little perks to to doing things that way. I like that. You're you're exactly right. And we've put all LED lighting and all the all the place. You want a nice my personal opinion. You want when you walk into the store, you want nice and bright. I want, I want to, you know. You walk into somewhere and it's kind of dark. I feel like they're hiding something, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I went nice and bright and uh, LED. That's the only way to go. Plus, you'll, you'll save a lot of money on your energy if you put LED lighting in your stores. Uh, but yeah, and we have the same color scheme throughout every one of our laundromats, the same flooring, like you say. So it does make it easy and seamless uh, from store to store. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of pulled that one off of, uh, you know, when real estate investors have multiple properties and they do stuff like that, it makes it, you know, just easier to manage everything. And that's, you know, honestly, one of the bottlenecks of owning multiple laundromats is trying to figure out how are you going to manage all of these locations? You know, it's a little bit more management intensive than, you know, say a real estate investment or something like that. It's a little more hands-on. It's a business and you're dealing with, lots of people. And so whenever you have a business and or you're dealing with lots of people, complications arise, right? So there's a little more management intensive. So anything you can do to reduce some of that management is really going to benefit you in the long run. That, that's correct. And and I, we have one philosophy here is uh, you're only as good. Our business is only as good as our worst employee. So if you have a bad employee, that means you have a bad business. Mm-hmm. So you need to pay. We pay uh, pay our team members good. We respect everyone. We have a very good uh, general manager. And from that general manager who oversees all the laundromats, 
uh, we have uh, managers for each of the laundromats. And then they, and then we have uh, like a manager in Richmond that oversees, a manager in Nicholasville that oversees, and then um, the general manager that oversees it all. So, and when, when you surround yourself with people who have the same type passion as you, uh, it, it, it makes it pretty, I would say, I, I, easy, easier, easier. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything's easy because anything, and, and, and you know, another, another thing, um, I don't feel like we can ever quit learning and I, I take suggestions. Um, I, I love suggestions. When someone comes up to me and, and has an idea, I, I say, gosh, you know, it, it makes me feel good that, you know, their, their entrepreneurship is coming out a little bit. And, and, you know, it, and, and that makes me feel great for our business because they have the same passion as we, as we do. And, and uh, you know, if you don't pay your, uh, if you don't pay your team members, well, you really aren't going to get a good employee. And plus, plus they fight to do all the tribes because they get very, very good tips. I don't think they tell us half of how much they make, but believe me, <laughs> they, they get very, very good tips. Very good tips. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so you have been like collecting these laundromats since about 2009. And uh, I mean, we're going to get to this later, but how many do you have? Currently, eight going on nine. Eight going on nine. Okay. Um, and then you mentioned at one point that you are doing drop off and pick up and delivery. Is that is that true? Yes. Yes. Okay. We have a. We have okay. Uh, you you may tell you a little bit about our drop service and pick tell up me. And delivery. Tell me. Tell me what you got. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, we got so overwhelmed with pickup and delivery we were looking for a software to use you know so so uh we went to the clean show in vegas i mean not gosh in um new orleans new orleans yeah we ran into this guy by the name of john mackerel of happiness uh-huh i'm sure you've heard of happiness. oh yeah so john mackerel we we were talking to to him to he also has springboard which is happiness whatever and so I I, I looked at John I said me and Kelly we, we were just like we were we weren't sure we wanted a software we didn't want to go and have to develop anything he already had something ready to go so so we we made an agreement and we we got a uh, I guess you would call it a franchise of happiness. And so happiness is over. Now we, we have converted all of our drops or all of our pickups to happiness. And now we're currently anybody who comes in, they go through our website. If they go to our website, there's a link they can go to and, and sign up to be a happiness customer. And it works tremendously. It's great. And then we have uh, our drop service. Some people just do not want their clothes picked up and delivery. They do not want that at all. And uh, so so we have tons of those, um, and and I, I've tried to get some of them too. On happiness, um, and I've converted a few of those, but not not too many. But some people just like to drop their clothes off. I think this just gives them something to do and talk to people. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really it's really been been a great 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 transition to from. So if anybody wants to start a drop service or a pickup and de- delivery. Um, 
and boy, I wish I knew John Michael uh, seven years ago, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. with happiness. I mean, I would have been, I was like, you know, this is great. I mean, you know, we charge, I think it's a dollar, dollar 80 a pound um, to pick up and deliver your clothes. And um, I mean, he gets a small percentage of that, but it works out for both parties and it's great. Um, and our customers love it because on their app, it tells them when their clothes are coming, it tells them when they're going, they can say exactly what they want done on their clothes. And, uh, and we pick them up and we deliver them right back. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got that part of your business started? You know, particularly the pickup and delivery, or was that just something you were doing from the get go? We were doing that from the get go with the, with the cleaning we did company. That from the get go because of, because of the cleaning company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's funny. Happiness has some of our customers we've had for 15 years, you know, and, and it's, it's great. And it, it, you know, it's hard to transition to that particular, you know, but to, to that service, but they love it. Once they get over there, there to it, they, they absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, starting to pick up a delivery business is, you know, a lot of people won't do it because it's a logistics, it's a logistics thing because you have to have a, you have to have a van. You have to have a licensed driver. You have to have uh, someone who who can understand the computer and come in there and do it. You see, and I have uh, we have uh, a, a few girls that that that's all they do is happy nest mm-hmm. um, for for driving, and and they love it. And and then um, and then one then I have a couple of them that drive for happy nest, but they also clean their cleaning service, so it works for them. It works. It works perfect. Um, but yeah, happy. And then the drop business. I, I'll tell you what. You, you need to get uh, bags. Your your now the drop business. We sell our logo bags that say "Splash Them Out." Now the cleaning business. I mean the uh, pickup and delivery business. You get the Happy Nest bags, and you t- and what they do, they'll send a packet to the homeowner or whoever is going to be picking up a delivery. So they'll send a packet. They put up their clothes. And they put it out at the at the door, tagged with their name on it. We take them back, and then we we process everything. and And that's the beautiful thing about laundromats, as opposed to, in my personal cleaning, personal opinion, dry cleaners, is your personal clothes are getting washed with your personal clothes mm-hmm. and no one else's. Yep. And that's what I love about the laundromat business, right there. Yeah. Yeah, that is a big differentiator there. And I, I think that's awesome. Do you guys do dry cleaning also? Or do you take dry cleaning or no? We we used to. Uh I just no, we we don't do it. I think yeah. you, you have to you have to find a good partner. Um and mm-hmm. I and you know, I, I don't I just haven't I haven't mastered that. I, maybe you need to do a episode on that. <laughs> or you, right. probably, hey. you probably have. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I know so there are good people idea. who do it, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm interested, um, but you know, I think that's going to be. That just looks like another. I don't know if I'm ready to t- tackle that headache. Right. It's a whole. Yeah, it's a whole another part of the business. I think people have done it different ways. Obviously, um, you know, some have just started their own dry cleaners, and but a lot of them, yeah. I think, just partner with a local dry cleaner. They get a good rate, you know, and they, you know, get some timeframe guarantees. But, you know, when you're adding more people in the mix, when you're adding more steps to the mix, 
you know, there's just more opportunity for things to go wrong. So talk about a logistics business. It just ups the level of the logistics. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, there's, there's money to be made there. People are doing it. People are doing it. Um, okay. So, I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of synergy going on with your businesses. You got, you know, the, between the cleaning business and the laundry business, and I would call it the pickup and delivery business. Cause it is kind of a separate business, even though you're using the same assets as like a drop off or, um, or self-serve business, you know, it's a logistics business. It's a little bit different. Um, but you got a lot of synergy going on there, which is really, really nice. Do you think that that's helped you scale to the level that you're at now? I do. I do. I think, I, I believe there's, especially when you have pickup and delivery and then you have the drop service and you have, uh, you, then you have the floor, you know, the, the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, yes, we have scaled tremendously. And I, I think, I think there's, there's more room to grow, a lot more room to grow because of it, because with, uh, like, say, for example, with our pickup and delivery with happiness, I mean, we're getting to where, you know, we're closing the store at night. And so we have a third shift that just comes there and folds, washes and folds all night, mm-hmm. um, ready to do the, to, for our drivers to pick up the laundry in the morning. So, uh, it, so that's great. Um, and then plus we we're doing our drops all day. Um, you know, so, so there's room to grow and I, that's what I like about this business. There's when someone says, Oh, I'm, I'm at my, the end of how much I can make. No, no, you can do so much more, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's so much more to do. There's, yeah. there's, 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 in, there's endless, there's endless things you can do within the business. I, I believe, you know, and especially as you know, you need to sell your laundry bags, you know, uh, you know, bound for three fifteen from cleaner supplier, whoever, unless you have someone better for me um, and, and, and sell them for six bucks. And then someone's walking around with your brand. You know, they love the bags and get different colors and put your logo on them with your website or YouTube channel. That's right. And yeah. It's, it's yeah. Be doling out laundromat resource, laundry bags. Uh, everybody, you get yeah, a bag. You, you get a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but because it's like one of the things I get asked about, probably. I don't know about more than anything, but just about as much as anything else. And we've kind of talked a little bit about some of this stuff and you mentioned it a little bit, um, but talk to me about this free laundromat thing. You know, I, so you've been looking, you're looking for, uh, you know, stores that maybe are vacant or run down. And, you know, you mentioned you, you, you got one essentially for buying a couple of, uh, a couple of washers for 2,500 bucks and, uh, but people are always asking me, like, what is this free laundromat thing about? And is it really doable? And, you know, can I do it with no money? Or is it free because I can, you know, essentially tie up a lease and, you know, maybe even get really good financing or even 100% financing if, you know, if you, if you hit it at the right time, you know, for equipment. But can you can you talk to that a little bit as somebody who's always out there kind of looking for opportunities and wheeling and dealing it sounds like well uh, you know first and foremost um yes uh I, I, I've seen the free laundromat guy on on YouTube he's got he apparently has uh, videos people buy Danny D'Angelo I believe mm-hmm. his name is mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's uh very, he's very he's got a lot of energy 
Mm-hmm. Um, he shows people where he's interviewed and they've gotten their free laundromat. Um, he goes in and he, uh, he sells the lease. He, he gets the lease for them. I think uh, some people get that kind of coaching and they need it. Um, me, um, like I said, I, I, I've never, I, I believe there's three or four different ways you can do it. And I think his way is, is great. Uh, I think he I think he seems to be a very successful man in what he does, um, because what he does is he gets the lease. And what that's what I do is is you get the lease. And when you get that lease and you you show you get the lease potential lease because you want to show it to your uh, the manufacturer who's manufacturing the equipment that you're going to put in that in the, in this is how I do it. Okay. So I'm going to let you in on a little Ooh, secret. Oh, oh, okay. So hey, get the notepads out. No, I mean, I don't, uh, it may not be a secret. It <laughs> oh. may not be a secret to anybody, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it could be, but, but if, if I had known this before, so you, you, uh, you get the lease. So I get, I get a 10 year and with two five year options. Right. So I know, and my distributor knows and and the uh, alliance example knows. Okay, he's got a twenty year lease. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are you going? To, so they want to, you to show them a percentage you're going to put out of your pocket to build this liner mat. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is free liner mat because mm-hmm. what you're doing, you're building it out. You've got your electrician. You you have to have an electrician. You have to have a plumber and um, an HVAC guys. <laughs> I used to not say HVAC guy, but you have to because you have to do this makeup air correctly for your dryers. So mm-hmm. you, and, and so then you have your, and then I'm the GC. Make sure you're the GC, the general contractor, because you can contract out this floor, you can contract out this drywall, these metal studs that go over the dryers, everything in, in your your reception area. Then you present this to the uh, to the uh, uh, to Alliance, and then they will say, "Oh, okay, well." You're approved for this much. I, I, you give them the equipment mix you want, of course, and then they'll, they'll prove it with the performance that you put down of how many turns you're going to get a day, mm-hmm. and uh, and what, what kind of business you think you're going to have there, and 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 you do that based on the demographics that you're. You have to have a distributor, so the distributor will run those demos for you, mm-hmm. and so so that, and then you're off and running, really. So I don't believe personally that I hear a lot of people say, Oh, you have to have all this capital, all this capital, all this capital. Well, some people just don't have capital, but they have drive, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have, I have drive. Um, and, and I don't, and I don't want to use my capital on, on a laundromat. Uh, I'd like to take that capital and hopefully find another opportunity on a laundromat. If you know what I mean. But now, of course you're going to take a lot of your own money. But if you GC it yourself, uh, I believe that's where it's at. And, and I believe there's there's many avenues and resources you can go through to find a, a, a out how to get some good GCs like Grinder Matt Resource. Um, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, you can get uh, yeah if you're if you're uh, if you're a general contractor yourself, and and I'm not by trade, but yeah, anybody can go out and find a painter. Just think of your own house when you're at your own house. Hey, I have to call a plumber to fix you know, put the sinkerator in. Well, call that plumber that you call. See if he'll do a laundromat for you. Call call that electrician who's done some work for you um, in the past. Call call that drywall guy that came and passed your drywall. And that's how I've done it. So that's yeah. about it. I don't know if that helped, but it helped in any way, but there's some more. Oh, absolutely, man. Because I, I mean, I think that people 
you know, it's, it's an awesome buzzword. Right. And I think, you know, Danny D'Angelo is a genius marketer for sure. Uh, you oh, know, because yes, he is. yeah, because he's, you know, he's, he's telling people what they want to hear. And I'm not saying that he's not delivering because it sounds like he's delivering too. So I'm not knocking that at all. Um, but he's a genius marketer and, uh, but people hear these buzzwords of free laundromat and they want to know, you know, can I, can I do that? Is that something that is, is doable? And so, you know, I think hearing, I, I mean, I love, I wrote down, you know, some people don't have capital, but they have drive and, you know, makes me think of a lot of the podcast guests that have been on here actually. Um, but in particular, Dave Menz, who, you know, also happy nest guy, uh, he was in show two, the yeah. most popular yes, episode so far. Um, and you know, he, you know, he, he tells his story about how he had to go through a ton of lenders and he had to, you know, he had to like really make it work. And he worked in his business for, we've had a ton of podcast guests who were folding clothes for their drop-off service and they were cleaning the laundromats. I cleaned my laundromat for a really long time, right? Like if you don't have the capital, but you have the drive, you can still be successful and you're only limited by your own creativity and the ideas that you have, and, uh, and your willingness to work to make it happen. And so, you know, when people hear free laundromat, yeah, maybe there's a way for you to not even have to put any of your own capital in there. That's definitely possible. Like you said, there's probably three or four different ways to do that, but you're going to have to, it's not going to be easy, right? You're not going to be able to get it free and it be easy and just kind of be smooth sailing from the get go. Uh, you know, there's, there's going to be, difficulties along the way. And there's going to need to be capital that's going to need to be put in. It may not have to be your capital, but there's going to need to be capital to put in there. So I think it is helpful. And just sharing your process a little bit is is awesome. I mean, I loved hearing that. I was taking well, notes. You know, when you say, uh, you know, the D- Danny D'Angelo, when you're, when you're watching his videos, yes, they are genius. I mean, I'll, I'm going to just go ahead and tell you, I just watch them. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to see the, the success stories of those those uh, of all, all of his people that that, that are, are doing it. But the the thing is, you get his DVDs or whatever. I don't know, but you still have to find that empty place mm-hmm. that is plumbed, and that's what he. And I believe that's what he means by free laundry man. You're getting yeah. the plumbing, you're getting the electric, and you're getting the infrastructure. Right. And, and, and it's ready to go. Both kids are there. They're ready to go. You're ready to make this place look better and brighter. And it is true in that sense. But, you know, if, if it's free and you're not going to put any money in it, it's going to be a dump, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure he knows that he, he probably gets to that. He's just gets you in the front, front end and, and trains, trains everyone, which is, and that's with all of us. So, you know, you go into something, you, you, uh, yeah, you're going into it and you don't have to, that's another thing with the uh, distributors uh, or, or, or like Alliance, they will give you options. Hey, you don't have to start paying on your loan for six months. Can you imagine how good that is for, for a startup mm-hmm. and you can, you can actually get, get going, get going. And then, and then you pay, I, I had, or, or they'll do a one year interest free, you know, uh, just in, interest payments only. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's great. I mean, uh, so, so just to get started, you know, the, I believe like Alliance Laundry Systems, they see it, they see it, you know, you know, that's, that's a big thing, the lenders. And that's the thing, 
try not to get a lender. Now you had one guy on there on, on your podcast. He's really good. Chris, I had, I had spoken to him before. Yep. He, he, if you have an existing lender, Matt, you want to get a lower rate. He, he, he's probably the best one out there that I know of. Um, you know, yeah, and, Chris Mahalik. I'll link to his uh, to yes, his episode because it was awesome. Yeah, he's he's yes, a good guy. He, he knows great. the business, and that's what he does. Is he does laundromat lending, so he knows that energy too. So uh, if yeah. you want to get a better rate, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, hey, can I ask you how much time do you think you spend on your laundromat business? I know you got a lot going on. Are you even uh, did you mention you you have a thrift store also that you put in next to your laundromat? Is that what you said? Yes, but I don't run it. Um, my uh, my sister in law runs that. Um, awesome. So yes, so what what do you think about it? You know, think of all the clothes that people ditch at your laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, and so you take that times eight laundry mats. Um, so we'll we'll call the customer a hundred times. You know, I say I keep clothes for thirty days, but that's what the sign says. But I keep them for sixty. Sometimes I keep them for ninety if it's really yeah. nice clothes, and I think feel bad. Why are yeah. you leaving your clothes? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I don't, you shouldn't have a conscience in this, but you do. <laughs> yeah. You really do. I mean, you really do. I mean, I mean, so, so we would call them a hundred times and finally when they, when they don't want to, we'll just take it to the thrift store. And I, I even called one time. I say, Hey, you're closer at the thrift store. One last chance. And they'll be back there for a week. You'd like to come get them. And they don't, don't ever come. They never come. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I spend, Probably, uh, I, it's it's a full time job for me um, at the laundromat, you know, full time. And then you know, at the janitorial company, I uh, spend probably about 10, 10, 10 to fifteen hours there because Kelly runs that. Um, so, and then you know, if if someone needs trained on carpet cleaning, I'll do them in the janitorial. But as far as uh, laundry, yeah, I'm at least forty plus a week. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, at least. Yeah, and, you know, and I watch these people also on uh, on YouTube. <laughs> I guess they they're always emptying their change out of there. <laughs> those, those get kind of old to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I have a better bucket that you can uh, empty your change in. Oh, I have a better. I think. I think. Um, and they're. I should have brought one with me. Yeah, but they're they're little mixing buckets. You get them at the Dollar Tree, and they're like this, and the. You pull your, it just goes just right on in, really right easy. On in go down the line, and you take it, put it on top of the change machine. You go back with another bucket. I carry about ten buckets at a time, and then you put them up there, put them up there, and then you just dump them in the machine. It's seamless. It's easy. Oh, it's that's awesome! Huge, whatever, and you're trying to dip in the coin. Yeah, yeah. that's a pain in the butt. There's a quick tip for you on, on the coin change, and you can give that investment joy guy a run for his money because his. Coin collection video <laughs> took off, man. He's got so many yes. views on there. <laughs> good yeah, for him, man. Good, man. Yeah, I, I watched that too. I need to and get Chaka, that guy on Chaka the podcast, quarters, actually. You ever watch Chaka Quarters? Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> They're fun. <laughs> yeah. They, they have a collection every week. I'm like, God, do I have to watch? Give me something else. They gave me a good soap tip. I, I wanted to see, you know, like, uh, you know, hey, we, they show me a different way you can fill your bags up with soap. I said, I got something from you. Yeah, finally. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty good. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Hey, if anybody knows any of those guys, connect them up to me. It'd be fun to have them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Then you have this Keenan. This Keenan, a lot of people follow. He's always fixing stuff. Yeah. I've, I've learned I've learned some things off him. You know, I think, uh, you know, 
I could tell you, uh, you know, if you can fix your own machines, you know, if you can, if you, you know, I've, I've done a bearing, gosh, darn, I don't want this for strong backs and weak minds. Oh my God, forget <laughs> about it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, you know, you should be able to change water valves. You really need to know how to do that. Uh, drain valves, you really need to know how to do that. You need to know the basics of, of, of you know, if you, EFL, flow air, it's either your drain or your, or your water. Um, and, you can really, uh, you can do yourself a lot of good if you can just do some basic maintenance rollers on your dryers. Mm-hmm. They're easy. I thought they were hard when I first started this, you know, and I would pay a, a guy to come out and I'm like, look at all this money I'm sending out, right? Yep. You should be able to change a belt on a top loader, a pump on a top loader, easy. Yep. Right? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, but yeah. yeah. Well, a couple of quick tips for those. Uh, you know, a lot of times distributors will have, uh, like little open houses basically. And they'll have classes that'll show you how to do this basic stuff because it's, it's pretty rough to have a mechanic come in, you know, once a month or whatever, and, you know, fix, you know, three out of order machines in, you know, 15 minutes. Cause it's changing a belt on a top loader and a roller on a dryer. And, you know, there's something stuck in the drain. So there's a fill error. And so they just, un, you know, it's probably one of the, the bra um, underwires, that's what always gets caught in my washers oh, and clogs everything no up. Um, but, oh. you know, it's it's tough to do that. See them fix it all in 15 minutes and then you pay them a few hundred bucks. That's, that's hard to see. But, you know, those distributors have those classes they can teach you. So if you're looking to learn, even if you don't have a laundromat yet, go to those. Well, I don't know that they're having them right now, but as soon as everything kind of starts opening back up, go to those uh, open houses and and take those classes. They're free classes usually. And you just go in and they essentially take apart a washer and then put it back together in front of you and then kind of explain it along the way. And they'll take apart a dryer and put it back together in front of you and explain it along the way. Um, Or if you don't have that in your area, the other thing that you can do is... um, And I did this uh, early on too, is hire that mechanic to come in and fix stuff if you don't know how to do it and you can't figure it out. And just sit there and watch him and chat with him while he's doing it or she's doing it and, uh, and, and learn from them. So that next time when the belt, you know, wears out on your top loader, you'll know that you need to take off the clips and you need to take the pump off and then you need to slide the new belt on and put the pump back on and you'll know how to get it back on there and put the clips back on and connect the hoses and you're good to go. Right. You'll know that because you watched him do it and you kind of talked with them and asked them questions or her, uh, while they were doing it. And, and you can learn that way if you have to. So a couple tips for you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and you can find those videos on YouTube as well. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. You can find, you can do anything on YouTube. I'm pretty sure that I could do open heart surgery if I really had to, because there's probably videos on there that can walk me through it step-by-step. So Hopefully. maybe <laughs> I probably just insulted a bunch of doctors right now. Uh, not true. Yeah. Um, just exaggerating. Uh, okay. Well, cool. I want to, I want to hear a little bit more about your businesses. We have a section called down to business and, uh, okay. just, you know, want to hear a little bit of the details, the nitty gritty on your businesses. So can you tell us what general areas your, uh, eight, you know, we didn't even talk about before we get to down to business. I want to talk about, you said you're eight, almost nine laundromats. What what's up with that ninth one right now? Where are you at in that process? What are you doing? I am. I this is the first time we are not rehabbing a laundromat. I'm not getting a free laundromat. 
But I'll tell you what I did do. Um, so it's COVID, right? COVID time, a pandemic, uh-huh. terrible time, to, terrible time to buy a business, terrible time to get a business. But I was talking to Kelly and we found this perfect location. I said, I w- we want to be in a shopping center. It's in a very busy town, busy area of the town. Perfect. Uh, demographics <laughs> are not false. Um, and plus, <laughs> we'll probably move happiness over there. It's got, I got 5,000 that I'm building. And we negotiated gas to come to the building. We negotiated 400 amp service to come to the building. And we negotiated um, uh, electric, the electric, the, the electric gas and um, we uh, and plumbing. They're putting two bathrooms in force. I hired that plumber to run to run things to bulkheads and, and for the troughs that were that that are being manufactured right now. And we have a uh, negotiate automatic door. I don't think we would have been able to negotiate any of these things if we did not have a oh and and all the roof pen, penetra- penetrations. They're going to do all that for me too. The landlord is. We could have never gotten this if if it wasn't COVID, mm-hmm. and and I hate to say that, but it's true. So sometimes grab the opportunity where you can if you see it there. And since I've always wanted to be in this area, um, we did. So we're putting um, four eight 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 load washers up front. Um, we were going to go with one twenty fives, but uh, decided not to, cause I didn't want to do any concrete and spend more money. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, we're putting uh four sixties, uh, four forties. Then we have, uh, 12, 30 pound washers. Um, and then I think six twenty pounds and I had to put five top loaders. <laughs> There's the top loader. <laughs> and then, you know, my big mistake that I've always made uh, in these other laundromats is not putting uh, big, large pocket dryers, you know. So we're getting four of those big, huge 80-pound uh, dryers. And and I didn't realize how much people love those. You know, they'll just go straight to those dryers from a double, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they seem to think they drive quicker. But, yeah, so so uh, I'm, I'm very happy with this store. Uh, I'll, I'll send you... Uh, send you a video of it when we're finished. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Definitely do that. And, uh, man, I, I keep coming up, uh, like the last few episodes, I feel like it's come up with the lease negotiations right now. I think yes. that you're right. You know, and I see it as silver lining to the dark COVID cloud, right? Like you're not thankful about COVID, but there is, there's opportunity in everything. Right. And you just have to have your eyes open to the opportunity. So even when, you know, times are dark, times are tough, there's opportunity there. And what I love about what you did is a lot of people, well, I won't say a lot of people, maybe a lot of people, maybe not, but you have a choice whether you can focus on how hard life has been, how, you know, how difficult it is to, to do business right now, which it is. And you can focus on all of these negative things, or you can say, okay, this is the reality of the situation. Where's the opportunity? And if you focus on the opportunity, guess what? More likely than not, you're going to find the opportunity and you found the opportunity, right? You found uh, a location that you've been trying to get into for a while and you were able to negotiate like the stuff that you just said that you rattled off that you negotiated that. I mean, that's, probably tens of thousands of dollars worth of 
you know, I would say, I would say it's roughly probably over a hundred thousand because yeah. now you think about it, that what I just pulled off is your free laundromat mm-hmm. because I just, I just talked them into giving me an infrastructure yep. that wasn't there. Um, so, you know, cause when we went in there, it had a hundred amp service. Now it's getting a 400 amp service. We walked in there. It didn't have gas coming to the building. Now it's got the gas, the exact gas and the measurement of gas that I want. Now we it didn't have uh, the plumbing <laughs> and, and we're getting it all. Um, and, you know, so they, and, and plus on top of that, Jordan, they're giving us $10,000 allowance for the bathrooms. Yeah. How can you, how can you do that? And we do not have to pay. I put in the in the in the lease until we open. We don't pay one dollar. So there's a free laundromat, and I signed a fifteen year with with the five or ten year with two five year options, and that's how I do it. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean that's great. Uh, yeah, so so basically, it's it's going to be a nice place. Well, I mean, you did all that, and guess what? the landlord's happy about it, right? Like that's what, that's what yeah. the opportunity is right now because the landlord's happy about that because they just took a vacant spot and they just leased it up for at least 10 years, probably 20. Cause let's be honest, you're not going to go anywhere after 10 years, most likely. And they just put a business in there that is proven during this time to be a stable business. It's going to remain open almost no matter what the world throws at it, right? It's going to remain open. You're going to keep paying rent. So they're going to have a stable income and it's increased the value of their property probably far more than what they just invested into it to get that business in there because of the way that commercial property is valued. So yeah, you got a great deal, but guess what? They're happy to give you that great deal because they get something out of it too. And that's the beauty of this opportunity that's available right now, I think. I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. Um, awesome. I'll tell you the mistakes you can make on on wash <laughs> in this business, but yeah, but I thought that was a great opportunity. Yeah. And we yeah. took Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody who's been in the business for a little while is going to have some stories about the mistakes that you can make in this business. That is for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I sorry, I kind of derailed us because I forgot I didn't ask you about that new opportunity. And I'm glad I did because that's awesome, man. Congrats. And I can't wait to see. Do you have a timeline on when that's going to be built? I'd say I'll be open February 1st. Wow. So that's coming up quick. Yes. That's what, I, quick. that's what I like to yes. hear. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They say the equipment won't be in until uh, late January. So January 20th. So I said, well, we'll just open up February 1st. Good. And so the, uh, the, tr- the bulk kids are coming in next week. So yeah, I've already, I'm already, I'm rolling. You are rolling. I love it. Well, as soon as you get a video out there, you let me know. I'll link to it here so that anybody listening to this in the future will be able to see that video and I'll figure out a way to let people know that it's out there if they want to see yeah. it too. And I do have, yeah, I have a YouTube channel for my, yeah, splash them out. Have you been on that yet? No, but at the end, make sure you give me that link and I'll link your YouTube video here too, uh, to make sure everybody goes over there and checks that out. Go subscribe. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe, hit that bell, do it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Let's get back down to business because I kind of took us that way and, and, and reversed us. So let's get back to the down to business. 
Uh, let's get down to business. Over and out. And uh, can you tell me the general locations of, uh, like, the general areas that you're in with your eight, almost nine locations? We're in Lexington, Nicholasville, and Richmond. So I would say, if 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 I were to drive every to every location in one day, I'm driving probably 92 to 100 miles because it's not easy. Because you're so I am 15 miles from Nicholasville from from uh, my house, okay, to the, to that location. Then you say from my house, I am 20 miles to Richmond to that location. So and then Nicholasville is is there's only one laundromat there and there's only one laundromat in the city and it's mine. Uh-huh. Uh, so then you look at uh, Splash, uh, Splash Mountains in Richmond. We have two locations there. So between those two locations is two miles between them. Uh, so in driving across that town, two, mi- two miles is a good, good ways in that town. Yeah. Uh, in Lexington, um, it's funny because I have, one location that's about a mile, a mile and a half from one another. And, and I can't believe how well those two locations do. And they both have different, different customer base, which is amazing. Um, and I can't believe it because you could almost, you know, see them each other. And then, um, and then I have one that's close to uh, university of Kentucky campus. So you'll get more college students there. And then I have the the other one on Pimlico. So I have them all pretty, pretty much spread spread out very well. Um, and 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 that's the way you want to do it. You don't want to just have them on top of each other. And I and I don't want to go in someone else's backyard either, especially if it's a good laundromat. You know, you don't want to go. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, but, wow, that's a, new, a nice laundromat right there. Why, well, why would I open up a half mile away from them? You know, because right. you're not yeah. going to get their revenue. And yeah, so I never understood why people do that. But a, a guy just did that in my uh, right by my office. I was like, why did he open up a laundromat there? He opened it up from scratch. There's a laundromat across the street. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't understand that. But yeah, people. Well, and, and let that be a lesson too. Uh, another yet another good reason to continually reinvest in your business because. Most people are going to think like you're thinking like, hey, that's a really nice laundromat there. I'm not going to open one up near that. Over here, there's some rundown, dark, dreary laundromats. That seems like a good location, right? So you make yourself a prime target for a competitor coming in with something shiny and new when you're not taking care of your business and reinvesting in your business. So another incentive to reinvest in your business. Uh, can I ask you real quick about the one that's by the university of Kentucky? Is that one more seasonal than the other ones? No, it's, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm moving. Cause I'm getting these slight miles. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's a, now what it, 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 here's the unique position with that one, uh, is because we're right next to the red mile track. Um, Red Mile uh, standard bred horse racing and, oh, Keelan, yeah. and so when so when Keelan's in session and and when uh, when when Red Mile's in session, we stay swamped. Um, so so during those meets, um, so we get a lot of drops there. Uh, but the University of Kentucky students, they're always coming in, uh, and, and then it drops off a little bit in the summer, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So once school hits, yeah, it, it, it's it's slammed in there. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Okay, cool. So that's kind of nice that you have that one near the college that also has, you know, some other things that attract business to it other than the college. Cause I could see where if you're in a college town where summers can just be 
crickets, you know, if everybody's scattering. <laughs> You're right. Uh, okay. So you've been in the business. Well, you've kind of been in the business since 2004, right? But you bought your first laundromat proper in 2009. Yes, correct. Okay. We, I mean, yeah, basically. I got my first laundromat. We did pick up a delivery business since 04. Yeah. So you're yes. kind of like Mark Glasscamp, yeah. who started backwards. You started with pickup and delivery and then bought laundromat. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Just like that. Cool. Uh, can, you, can you tell us, I mean, what does it cost to do laundry out your way? Like, can you give us a ballpark idea of like VIN prices? Yeah. Um, our eight loaders. Uh, so if you have an eight loader. Uh, we charge eight seventy five. Um, and I I don't triple net that. Um, although I should. Um, but uh, yeah, it's eight seventy five. Our six loaders are six seventy five. Our four loaders are five seventy five. Our three loaders are four seventy five. And our doubles are three seventy five. And our top loaders are three dollars. Ooh, um, nice. I like that. Yes. The big mistake I made a long time ago was not uh, making the top loaders a lot more because people will try to throw a comforter in them. Mm-hmm. If they see a top loader costs $2, they're going to put everything they can in it. So uh, that's, that's, yeah, those are my main prices. Yeah. That's wisdom uh, for anybody with top loaders right there is put those prices higher and it. Not only kind of pushes people towards the machines that are a little bit more efficient and are actually going to clean better uh, but it also kind of protects those top loaders from being abused by, you know, being stuffed full. I've had people just absolutely stuff those things to where there's like barely room for any water even. And then they complain to me that they're not clean or that some of the ones in the middle have dry spots. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course they have dry spots. You, <laughs> you got a watertight seal going on here with these things. Craziness. That's hilarious. Yeah. I like the Kramer when Kramer uh, in the Seinfeld episode, when he brought that uh, concrete in that laundromat. You know, the- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Can you give us, uh, I know this is probably a tough question actually, because you have a lot going on, but can you give us like a general feel for like turns per day? Um. Yeah. On, on a slow day, uh, on a slow day, uh, eight to 10 turns on the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say eight to 10 on the, uh, six loaders, uh, seven to eight on the four loaders, um, and four to five on the three loaders. Now I want my liner mats. I can get probably 10, 10 or more, um, per, per triple. Um, and then the doubles four to five, and and then uh, the top loaders two to three turns. Now, now top loaders, um, I have pushed. I have successfully pushed most people to the doubles mm-hmm. because of my pricing. Because you see, you see my where my doubles are priced at three seventy five, mm-hmm. and my my top loaders are priced at three. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to just soak your clothes, I've really gotten the customer to understand. Hey, this is a better deal. Um, but you're going to always have that. So, and that comes down to uh, probably um, about $220, um, you know, on a slow day, mm-hmm. on a slow day. Yeah. So, uh, so you're moving. That's pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yes. You're moving. Yes. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, some of my stores, yeah. Go ahead. No, what were you going to say? No, some of my stores, I have people waiting in line for washers. And, and, and boy, I, I, 
I hate that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, God, why don't I have more washers? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. only so many washers in the building, right? Right. But but it's good. It's good. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's I, a good problem know, to have. <laughs> if they're willing to stay in line at your place, that means you have a pretty nice laundry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and it's you know, it's important to pay attention to what washers people are standing in line for because when it comes time to replace some equipment, hey, get rid of some of those twenties and throw in some more eighties or sixties or something because that's what people are waiting in line for. So that's good information to have, you know, down the line too. Yes, absolutely. So are you running uh your laundromats attended, fully attended, partially attended, unattended? What do you what do you got going on there? Attended wise? Everything is fully attended. Okay. Uh, we have a fully attended laundromat, mat um, and we run two shifts. We start at, uh, I guess, it's, it's some of them open to seven or eight until three or four. And then the second shift comes in and last load is at 930 at night. And last load meaning um, no more loads after that come in. Then we lock the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I know, so, I mean, you kind of outlined this, which I appreciate, but you're running basically what I'm seeing as the success formula for multi laundromat owners, which is having a management structure in place, having a strong, strong general manager. And once you have enough locations and enough, you know, enough areas having, uh, you know, kind of area managers with that, one strong general manager uh, over those. And I just see that time after time after time from owners like you that have multiple laundromats that are, that are doing well. And you need somebody strong to help you manage those. And so I, I love that you, you got that going on. You shared that. Yes. Do you, are you running coin card, both? What are you doing payment wise? We run coin and card. So we have, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they come in, they will not run their car. They, you know, they want mm-hmm. going, you know, that, you know, that customer, that customer. but uh, I, we've made it to where we're using a spider wash systematic. I'm sure you've heard of them. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. And uh, so it's, yeah. So we have spider wash and, and we have, and then we have loyalty, you know, the cards, we, we went to spider wash and we had our logo put on the cards and they're real nice. So uh, we give those customers, sometimes we'll give them preloaded uh, with $20 on them, just give them away nice. or, uh, or people can buy them for gifts and whatnot. It's great. Yeah. It's great to have. That's awesome. Do you give the cards for free or do customers buy them? Oh, we give them away yeah. and then they can reload on them. They can reload them. They can mm-hmm. reload the cards, but I always have either 10 to $20 on them. It'll, it, you know, if I'm out and about and I see somebody and I know you've seen this, I've seen some people drive around and they'll have a, a or, or they're get, getting their car from like a store and they have all their laundry in the back. I'll run up to them. I'll hand them a card. Hey, mm-hmm. here's a $20 card. And splash them out. Come check us out. Yeah. I don't know where they're going. Yeah. I don't ask. Yeah. But, uh, but come to find out that, you know, they, they end up coming there. So, well, yeah, man, um, so somebody's, somebody gave me 20 bucks to go do my laundry. I'm going to go yeah. do my laundry. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you know, I always think about how much is, is one customer worth? How much do they spend a year? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you, you multiply that by, but, you know, and so, so I think each customer is unique and, and I don't care if they come in there, spend $2 or $100. Um, I, I, what's the retention? You need to retain that customer. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe, 
if you don't have a system in place, um, you know, I, we want to open the door for you as you come in. Now, you know, I negotiated the automatic door, which is right. awesome. Yeah. I mean, but I want my laundry attendants, when they see a customer coming in with their clothes, help them in, help them in. Um, now, it's kind of difficult to do now with the COVID, but, you know, mm-hmm. our policy is open the door for people. Mm-hmm. Um, let them in and uh, let's roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't ask this before, but it's relevant here. Do you have any goals with how many you want or what direction you want to go kind of from here? You want to keep building? Or are you going to pivot to a different business? Or are you going to just try to catch Luke Williford? He's got like, I don't know, 70 or 80 now. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, you got any goals? I, I don't I don't think. <laughs> My goal was at one time, 10 laundromats. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I don't think I have any goals anymore as far as... Uh, I think what I want to do is master the laundromats I have. Mm-hmm. And, and what can I do to make them better? Every, every one of them. So Kelly... You know, I you know if we see an opportunity, I'm gonna say I won't take it. But I'm, I'm not really looking like I, like I used to. Um, but but I'll take the opportunity if it's there. I'll definitely take the opportunity. Um, but I'm not looking like I used to because I'm so overwhelmed with with. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize how much uh, much uh, energy and time and you know it, it will drain you. This business will drain you if you're not careful. But it's fun. It's fun. I, now, and I'm not discouraging anybody because I think, I think everybody should be in the laundry business. I really do. It's the best business in the world. It's the best. So yeah, I, I'm always looking for opportunity, but I'm not looking for opportunity if that makes sense. Yeah. Nope. Makes perfect sense. And you know, just from this conversation that I'm having with you, I just I have a feeling that opportunity is just going to continue to find you, <laughs> and you just seem like the kind of guy that. You know, you just, you got an eye for opportunity and you take advantage of it when you see it, when it, when it's right. And I think you're probably at a point now where you can be more selective of the opportunity that you want to take advantage of. And that's a, that's an awesome place to be, you know, when you can select, you know, this is an opportunity, but it's just not the right one for me. That's, that's a good thing. I, 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 I believe that's exactly, and I think that's where we're going with this is because I think when you get burned on one opportunity that you thought was good and you didn't listen to your gut, I believe you're a lot more selective. We really put a lot more time in and, 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 and I'm not worried if someone else comes and scoops it up. I'm going to put my time in. If it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's what we do now. Definitely. I love that. All right. Well, we have a section that I'm really excited about. It's called the secret sauce. Listen up. It's the secret sauce. And secret sauce is okay. just this. It's you have anything that you feel like is working well for you right now that other owners can implement into their business to help them improve their business. Um, yeah, don't do uh, special Wednesdays, dollar fifty <laughs> double loader, so destroy your machines. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, don't price your top loaders too low. Uh, I, I never felt like I had a, enough single dryers. Um, not learning how to fix the machines yourself, so try to fix them yourself. Put your large washers up front. Uh, you want you want a d- display. You want that display. I, I buy and they see that wa- large washer. 
are going to come in. Um, signage, make your signage very visible. If you have a junky sign out front, um, replace it. I mean, really replace it because you're saying if they, if you look bad on the outside, they think the inside is going to look worse when it might not be true. So signage is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're only as good as your worst employee. Get them out of there. Get the toxicity out of there because you want nothing but positive vibes in your laundromat. Um, open your, uh, you know, negotiating a lease right now, I hate to say it, is the best time. It's the mm-hmm. best time to do it. Um, get get those buckets I'm talking about to empty your coin. <laughs> You'll have to show me which ones, you and know, I'll try to find them and, and, yeah, and put I, a picture will, up there for them. Uh, get a get a wash dry fold. PLS. Um, Brian Henderson, um, Ian Gallahan. I don't know if you know the. I think Brian Henderson has been on your. That's the best system we we have in all eight of our laundromats. Mm-hmm. Um. And what it does, it does the same thing as a happiness software in a different way. So they bring in your laundry, they print out the tickets, you put it on the bags. It looks so professional. The more professional you look, I think the better off you are. So, so you're not going to have a hand ticket anymore. Uh, do you use hand tickets, Jordan? Uh, no, not anymore. I do print print tickets. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's my point. So you're 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 looking very professional. Printed mm-hmm. tickets. Um, uh, I don't like any of the our machine. Oh, I don't like any of our machines to be broken down. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest, biggest, biggest pet peeve. So when you walk into a store and see something tagged out, um, you know. So I'm constantly reinvesting and making certain that everything is working in working order. Uh, POS system uh, that's geared toward the laundry business, which was a Brian Henderson system. That's really nice. Um, having a good GM and managers surrounding you, have people to surround you. Um, it's, it's, uh, in, in, as far as, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically, well, you know, have, have, have product in your store that people can buy, you know, you know, that people are coming in your laundromat. And so you should have soap. You should have, you should have laundry bags. You should have, uh, you, you, you should have hangers you can sell. You just have every, have a vending machine that so they can get a drink. You know, just have everything there so they don't have to go searching for it. Because yeah. some people just come there and they're like, oh, I left my soap at home. And you don't have soap, really? That's <laughs> kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, listen, I, I'm just going to shoot straight with you. I asked you for a tip for success. And you basically just laid out an entire formula on how to be successful in the business. So you kind of overshot the goal a little bit, but no, there's, there's so much good stuff that you just, I was just writing down furious notes. I wrote down everything you just said. And you know, if you're listening to this right now, you might want to just go back because you went through them real fast, but there's just so many good things in there that are, good, solid fundamentals on being successful in this business. And if you, you know, if you do things like have good signage, if you do things like make sure you have only good employees, if you do things like, uh, you know, not pricing your, your top loaders too low, or just pricing your machines, right. In general, um, you know, all, all of these things stack up on top of each other. You know, if you're looking professional with your good POS, just all these things stack up on top of each other to create a, a working business and a business that's attractive to customers um, and is going to continue to attract customers. So awesome. I mean, that was a, that was the most thorough secret sauce that we have had on this, on this podcast so far, 
gold, gold, gold. Well, we have another we have another section called pro tips. Pro tips. And okay. pro tips is for those people who haven't yet bought a laundromat, but maybe they're looking to buy their first laundromat. Do you have any advice for them uh, in their pursuit of their first laundromat? Yes. Um, I say, well, I believe, I truly believe if you, uh, if you have the drive to do this, you can do it. Um, if you can find a store that already has the infrastructure, run to it as fast as you can. Um, but if not, and you find a place that has good demographics, do your homework, get with the distributor. And I, and I mean this, um, I, I know that you had a bad experience uh, from a broker and I don't know much about brokers, but uh, I do know something about distributors. Distributors want to make money just like you do. But the difference is the distributor, they will run your demo demographics for you. They'll do all the, they'll do all the uh, front end work for you. And so, and then if you can general contract everything out on your own and right now, in my personal opinion is the best time to negotiate a lease because you want to make sure you get the right electrical service in there, the right gas. And you want to get, uh, you want to get hooked up with a good plumber, a good electrician. Um, and, and I think, and, and, you know, it, Someone who can hang some drywall and do and and stuff like that and paint, um, and you can probably paint yourself. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I did on my first line of mat. I painted myself and I put down my own floor. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can do it. I mean, that's what I say. I say if you if you if you say you can't do it, then you won't. Hey, believe me, believe me, believe me. If you, it, but there's nothing that I haven't put my mind to that I haven't done. If I want to go get that laundromat, I'm going to go get that laundromat and I'm going to open it up. And uh, yeah, sure. Sure. You might fail a little bit on the way, but I don't look at it. I, I look at it as a failure if you don't try. So uh, keep on plugging away. And I think, uh, I think, you know, you, you have life coaches like, uh, uh, like Jordan here that, you know, uh, you know, Dave Mintz over there in Cincinnati and Dave Mintz is only 70 miles away from me. Uh, and, and so you know, that'd be a great resource. And actually we went over there and did all of our uh, happiness training over there. Um, mm-hmm. So, so he, he, so he does happiness there as well. So, you know, and you know, you can, if you, if you don't know much about the laundry business, once you go become a part-time attendant at one, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Go, go, go uh, put in a, go put in an application, see what it's like to be a laundry attendant. And that's what it's going to be like to own in the place because mm-hmm. you, you need to know everything about it. Right. Yep. So, uh, there's something wrong. Yeah. You know, what's great that's, about that's my advice. You know, what's great about that advice is that actually, uh, I got, uh, I have a buddy who is interested in a laundromat and he and his wife and his buddy and his wife asked if they could come just basically be my attendant at one of my laundromats for a couple of weeks. And I was like, well, I, I mean, I guess if you want to come clean the laundromat, I did. And they did. And they learned a ton and it was awesome. So, uh, shout out to you guys. What's up? Um, Awesome, awesome pro tips. And I love, I mean, I love that you gave a lot of really practical tips, but I also love that you gave uh, really good mindset tips. You know, just telling somebody like, hey, if you have the drive to do it, you can do it. If you, you know, there's nothing, you, I mean, you said this, I wrote it down. I've been writing, my, my hands getting sore. I've been writing this for like an hour and a half now. It, you know, you, 
you said, you know, there's nothing that I have put my mind to that I couldn't do, right? Like if, if, if I put my mind to it, I can do it, right? And, and you got to have that mindset going in, you know, sure, it's scary. And I talk to people all the time in the coaching calls that I do, you know, who have said things like, you know, I've been thinking about getting a laundromat for years and I haven't been able to pull the trigger because it's hard. It's really hard to get past that first step. Um, but when you have that resolve, like, Hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to make mistakes and, but I'm going to do it. You know, I put my mind to it. I have that drive and I'm, I'm putting my mind to it. You'll, you'll get there. And it probably is not going to take the path that you think, um, that it's going to take you, you know, you're probably going to, you know, take a winding path, um, to it. But as long as you have that drive and that determination, you know, you can get there, you can do it. So I love, I loved every piece of advice that you just gave. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, we have another section called recommended resources. Do you have any recommended resources that might help somebody either improve their business or improve themselves personally? Besides just listening to your podcast episode over and over and over, because there's so much in here. The laundromat resource. Now, YouTube. I love YouTube, 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 uh, vlogs. Uh, I, I go to, um, also, uh, the Coin Laundry Association, uh, you know, I, I didn't know about them until I, I got in. You know, they, they, Coin Op Magazine, Coin Op Magazine, they'll, they'll have a lot of things. Um, so, uh, resources as far as, um, uh, you know, you, you can look up uh, distributors uh, in your area. Everybody's got a distributor in their area. Um, you know, find a good place to buy parts. I've been buying parts from PWA. I wish somebody would give me some resources personally on um to get in me. I've been using PWS. Um they're in California in your neck of the woods. Down the street um, from I've me. Been, yeah. um, as far as resources, I, I mean that's that's about it. I, I don't really yeah it also uh you know get with your distributor because you're gonna you're gonna want to get with uh the lender of, of the equipment. And you mm-hmm. want to be able to start building a relationship immediately, in my personal opinion, let mm-hmm. them know what you're doing and to make sure everything's going to work for you. Um, you know, because, you know, there's not a dull day in this business and, uh, it, but it's fun. I mean, then you make it fun. Come up with contests. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. As far as resources, are, you know, yeah. That was, that was a ton of resources, man. You just rattled off. I like that. You're like, oh, I don't know. Here's like, 50. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm going to, I'm going to link and you know, you, you mentioned lenders uh, again, I'm linking uh, Chris Mahalik, his uh, with mm-hmm. prime capital, his episode down below. And I'll also link to Mark Stern's episode. Who's from Eastern funding. I love that advice. I tell people to do this all the time. Go talk to a lender. Even if you not sure if you have enough money, if you don't know exactly what you're doing, go talk to the lender because they, their interest is aligned with your interest. They need you to be able to succeed and to be able to find a location that's going to succeed in order to get paid. And so they're, it's really good to go talk to a lender and they'll help you figure out, here's what you need to do to be able to qualify for a loan. Here's what you need to get together, all of that stuff. So talk to a lender. Awesome recommended resources. Well, listen, Jodan, I mean, this has been... Uh, Seriously, this has been a really epic episode. I'm going to actually go back and listen to it again and fill in notes. You were spouting off wisdom so quick. I couldn't even write it all down. Uh, but I, I literally, I'll show you, I took a full 
can't really see that you took a full page of notes oh, while you goodness. were talking. Uh, so I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, I got, home. yeah, well, yeah, me too, man. Well, I got one more question for you, you know, for anybody else who's listening to this, who has just was as blown away as I am uh, with, with you and the way that you look at this industry and the way that you're running your business, maybe they have some questions for you. What's the best way they can, you know, learn more about you and, or, you know, get in contact with you? Well, uh, they can email me, of course, or, or uh, uh, splash them out, uh, laundromat. S P L A S H E M O U T laundromat laundry on uh, on YouTube, or they J D R E E D fifty one fifty at gmail dot com. That's my email, my personal email, and then also I have a personal YouTube, just Joe Dan Reed. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I encourage anybody to get in touch with me if you have any questions or if you need any um, any um, advice. Um, I may not have all the answers, but I can I can probably direct, direct you in the right uh, in the right direct point you in the right direction, and uh, you know, and that's what I love about what you're doing, uh, Jordan. I mean, I, I mean, I think we need to have an episode where uh, we can interview you. <laughs> that's what I want. Oh, listener interview. I love it. We'll figure out how to make that happen at some point. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, put me on the hot seat for once. I kind of like putting other people on the hot seat. It's a little more fun for me. <laughs> uh, well, Hey, listen, Jodan, this is, this is awesome. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your, your busy, busy schedule to come on and share your experience and share so much of your wisdom and advice uh, with all of us, we're definitely going to have to have you back on at some point to, you know, talk a little bit more about filling some of this experience, but also to hear more about your build out and to see how that all went and see what we could, you know, learn from you on that one too. So thank you again for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. All right. I mean, that conversation was incredible. And uh, in fact, after we got off the podcast, we talked for quite a bit longer because I just couldn't stop talking to him. It was just so, so great. And I really appreciated him coming on. Um, as always, every week, I'm trying to find something for myself to take one thing to put into practice to help me improve my business. And it was really hard to pick something. Um, I'm trying not to like overwhelm myself with doing too much. I encourage you pick one thing every episode, put it into practice in your business or in your pursuit of your first business, if that's where you're at in the journey. Uh, for me this week, I just... I. I can't help it. The last few episodes, this theme of it being a good time to negotiate a lease with your landlord, negotiate, you know, uh, equipment pricing and terms and, you know, all these little negotiation points that we have. Uh, it's just a good time to do that. And so I have resolved to have a conversation with my landlord in the, in the laundromat that I have that has a landlord and see what I can finagle in terms of lease terms uh, you know, lease amount, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever I can get. I, I got to get a game plan together. This is still a little bit fresh, but, um, I'm, I'm going to go have a conversation with my landlord, pick one thing for you that would be good. That might help move you forward in your goals for your business or for your business journey. And man, let's get this thing done. I cannot wait to hear success story from you from putting these things into practice. So make sure you're doing that every single week. Pick something, put it into practice because we can learn and learn and learn and never do anything with it. And it doesn't really do us any good. Action 
paves the way to success. All right, we will see you guys next week. Peace.